Back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. I tell you what, I'm up and about today. I'm your host, Nick Zammett, bringing in the Easter little break here with none other than Lee Hancock. What's up, guys? Lee here. And Ro Hancock. Hey, Nick. How are we? Another big Fellas, week. We love it. We love Easter, don't we? Oh. Is, the, uh, is the Easter Bunny, do you reckon, making an appearance for you guys? He will be. I was going to say, are we we... naughty or nice, but that's Santa, isn't are it? Are we just yeah. going to dismiss that long intro of the end? Too long? You remember the, yeah, boy, we should do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a bit, bit yeah, long, maybe, it? but I'm just up and about. It's nice to... Uh, it's crazy that we're in April already, but um, well, it's nice to have a couple of days off, isn't it? Bit of fr- some different scenes than usual over here at the Daily Dribble. Dribble. <laughs> Dribble. <laughs> Daily Dribble, yeah. As in, we're doing the podcast on a Friday. Friday morning. This yeah. is unheard Friday of. Friday morning, yeah. We've jumped the gun here a little day early, um, just to, I guess, I know we've all got some other... Well, I'm working tomorrow, so there you go, yeah. but... You know, just so we can have a couple of days on the bounce, um, yep. uninterrupted for you guys to enjoy your holidays and whatnot. So, yep. yeah, big episode in store today, guys. We've got a couple of quick odds and ends to rip through. Um, then we've got another instalment of Are You Smarter Than a Podcast Host? We've got Roe this time. Um, suiting up. Suiting up, yeah. Taking on the uh, the daunting role of the podcast, uh, the quiz master, should I say. Looking forward to it. Um, Lee, thinking caps on. We ready it's to go, gotta be. Yeah, I'm ready. Good, good, good. Uh, we've also got Hero of the Week and Be Right or Good Night. Results. Uh, yeah, the results of which, uh, nothing good to, <laughs> to share, but that's that. okay. We'll get to that soon enough. Um, just before we get into it, though, guys, again, you know, we do sincerely wish you all a happy Easter. Enjoy, um, whether from work or, you know, getting away. Enjoy the couple of days off. Enjoy uh, your fish today, Friday, yeah, good Friday. Yeah, good Friday. Uh, fish indeed, yeah. Is that a universal thing? I, it is, I believe. Yeah. Do you I mean, guys have a favourite type of fish? Oh, salmon. I'm Has a salmon to guy too. I, yeah. well, we, we usually have pinkling. I, I'm a fan of that. But pinkling's sal- good. We're having salmon this year and I'm pretty excited. You sound it. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, before we get into it though, guys, as well, a big shout out to both of our major sponsors, uh, Intersport. Um, open tomorrow over the Easter break. We mentioned on last week's show that I had joined the ranks of the team down there, in a, not only in the, uh, the podcast capacity, but also the working sense. So, I might pop in and say hello. Say good day. See if you can help me out with sizing some shoes. I was up. about to say, I wonder if I could uh, impart my sales skills and uh, get you to buy a couple of pairs of shoes. Very unlikely, yeah. but anyway. Any autographs yet, Nick? No, not no, yet. No, it's come up in Not last. yet, but oh. um, I'm sure it's the calm before the storm. They're just yeah. giving me a couple of days to settle in. But yeah, once again, guys, be sure to come down and say hello. And also a massive shout out to our, our buddies over at... Uh, Card culture over in based in Newtown, they're doing massive things not only in the way of basketball memorabilia, which I'm sure all us guys love, but um, a lot of memorabilia in, in general. Mm. Yeah, incredible, isn't it? They range from soccer, WWE, baseball, Racing and stuff. Incredible yeah. stuff. So, guys, go over if you're in Tassie base, go pop in, in their Newtown store and say hello as well. All right, let's get into it, guys. A big show, odds and ends. Uh, we'll rip through a couple of quick ones. Quickies. And I will start with some good news for me. Okay. Maybe not so much good news for the rest of the league, but Andre Drummond has signed with the Lakers. Indeed. So how do we feel about this move, lads? This broke my heart a little bit. Not that I thought really in any world would he come to the Hornets, but I was just, I'd love it so much. But no, I like him over it. Um, delay because it's a bit of a shame that he had that little toe don't know what happened to his toe but it's hurt um but but no he's good over there i i don't know about you Ro. like for mm. me i find it and i know we put something up during the week a, a couple of people questioned um just his offensive output in terms of scoring yeah, yeah. Uh, but i i don't think he needs to worry too much about that no. with the the level of scorers when they're healthy they've got lebron ad schroeder kcp who can do and kuzma our, our yep. mate, but yep. who can do the bulk of the scoring? For Drummond, I think he's just going to be that defensive anchor, 100%. ensure that offensive rebounds are taken out of the question for the opposition, um, and just be that defensive menace we know he is. I think some people are still putting him in the bracket of when he used to play for Detroit, and he was yes. the main go-to guy, and he had to be he had to be an offensive threat. As you're mentioning, Nick, they've got you know four or five other offensive options yep. um, before Andre Drummond, so. I think if as long as he can sort of do what he does best, which is rebound the ball and be a defensive anchor, then I don't think he needs to be overly concerned about um, scoring. I'm stoked. I think this is great. Mark Gasol had certainly struggled. Yes. Um, yep. 
And to be honest, I think when it comes down to you know that that final stretch in clutch time, AD is more often than not going to play play the five. Yeah. Um, yep. So I don't think it's too much of a concern. But again, it's a handy piece to have, and to get him on such a small contract as well. And only twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, that's guy... what surprised. I was like, how old is the drum? And he's bloody twenty seven. I thought he was at least thirty one or something. Yeah, so we're really getting him in his prime, and I'm sure, like, this guy's never won a playoff game, so he's bound to come in motivated, you know, with the chance at that elusive chip. For sure, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. stay on the front of the LA Lakers. Dennis Schroeder's turned down a four year, eighty four million dollar extension. Um, I can go first. Yeah, right? please. Well, I don't think he's going to get an offer as big as this anywhere else, but I can see why he's turned down this offer because I don't know if it's the same for you guys and you as a Lakers fan, Nick, but something just hasn't been clicking for him there with his shot and just his um, play style in general compared to over at OKC. I think it's a case of... Um, kind of similar to Ennis Cantor at Boston. He was kind of not in rhythm. He went over to Portland and he's bowling out there. You just need to change the scenery sometimes, don't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just don't want to lock that four-year deal in. Oh, I really thought he was going to take mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, being in the bright lights of LA, I think that for the player he is, like $21 million a season, yeah. I think that's fair. Very, um, I think that's over. And the chance to be in championship contention for the next handful of years as well. You know, he's not playing a minor role on that team either. He's actually playing quite an important role for them. So it's not like he's yeah. swept under the carpet by any means. I th- I think he'd, he'd be stupid not to take it. And really, like you see, like so often, apart from like Chicago is probably the biggest franchise in the centre of the US, you know, but it's the coast, you know, the bright lights of New York and LA. People want to live there. That's like right. you don't want to spend your time, not only because it's a lower level team in Detroit, but... You don't really want to live there as well. So I feel like he's kind of turned down a lot here. Um, do you I, see why, though? I do see why. Yeah. I do see why. Mm. And if, I guess for his play this year, I think he's been serviceable. Um, he you know, he hasn't had to set the world on fire again. When you're playing behind two of the all-time greats in AD and LeBron, you've just got to play a role. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I, I like what he's done this year. And it's it's good to have a capable point guard who can just you know, control the floor, control the ball with, you know, competence. Mm, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I was was surprised with that one. I'll stick on the LA theme. Um, throughout the throughout the week, um, Shams reported that the Clippers plan to sign DeMarcus Cousins. Yep. Um, it might be a short contract. It might even be as short as a 10-day contract. I think it was a 10-day initially, yeah. wasn't it? Um, so that'll be interesting to see what eventuates out of that. I reckon DeMarcus will – I reckon he'll take his – chance with him and um he might be put on to a longer term contract he's one of those players we did like we really have been robbed of the full experience yeah. haven't we and he's been like he was such a talent um and the the sky really was the limit for him you kind of it's kind of like it isaiah thomas isn't it you mm. just mm. hold on hope that you know they've they had you know great starts derailed yeah. by horrible injuries cousins has just been on a torrid run with it but you hope that they can bounce back to that kind of not elite level, but a real serviceable, capable player in the league level. Yeah. And he certainly, I think, has that kind of potential well, still. He showed glimpses at the Rockets, didn't he? He, he did. showed glimpses of being a... But he looked good. His pretty, stroke looked good too. It really did. We know he's not going to be a 23-12 player probably ever again in his career, but yeah. he's definitely got the capability to um, provide, um, you know, boards and points for for the team that decides to sign him. And really for that team, at the minute they've got Serge... Zubac, mm. like they don't really have a lot in the way of quality centre lines. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think he, you know, it's certainly not going to hurt putting him on a 10-day contract to see what he can do. Well, if he, say, does stay, he left Houston because he he wanted that starting role. They do have Surgeon Zuby. Yeah. Is he going to get that starting role there? Uh-huh. And I wouldn't, uh, same with that Rondo conversation last week. I don't know if I'd put him in the category of a quality centre that he just yeah. said. yeah. It depends what way you look at it. He's a quality centre if he's going to Detroit, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I, in my opinion, I don't think he would start over Serge. Well, Zuby's starting now, I think. Oh, he is? Is he used to come into the yeah. fold? Yeah, mm. they, they kind of chop They'll and rotate. change a lot, don't they? Yeah. Um, but either way, I wouldn't see him starting. Mm, no. I like him off the bench, though, because oh, he has same. the strength and the competence to lead a second unit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, watch this space on that one. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, the other big free agent name, mm. has signed with the Nets. Now, come on. Wow, 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 wow. What an abundance of riches these guys have now. 
This is in, just beyond the joke, isn't it? It is. It is. They're as deep as any team comes. Uh, it's going to hold them in good stead when the playoffs roll around and, you know, it'll be the second stringers coming on. Their second string stringers are as good as... Any out there. Any, yeah, and probably better than most, actually. Well, it seems like DeAndre Jordan, from all accounts, could... Uh... His role could be certainly diminished by this. It looks like Aldridge could oh. get a bigger role than first thought. Without yeah, okay. And likewise to say Claxton, I, I hope he still gets adequate Major. time yep. because he's certainly a player for the future, the kind of Jared Allen 2.0. Don't um, you just love to say his name, Claxton? Claxton. I love it. No, I'd say it all day. Yeah, it is fun, could. isn't it? It's nice to see Blake Griffin with some highlights over these first few games yeah, as well. Well, did we see the comments that he made um he said, I don't know why everyone is so mad about me, you know, joining up with these guys because I was I was just, you know, told how bad I was for the past yeah. two years. What do we think about those comments? Because He's certainly coming out with something to prove, isn't it? You never like to be slandered just nonstop. Um, and I think, you know, these players at this point in their, like, career, Aldridge mm. is 35, I believe. Mm. Like, I see nothing wrong. They've paid their dues that they should get have the right to kind of ring chase now. For sure. Yeah. Um, so I certainly, you know, it's no issue in my eyes. It's no. just a worrying prospect for all 29 other teams out there. <laughs> I'm a bit conflicted with those comments from Blake, though, because he was obviously over at Detroit for however many years doing nothing, and then he comes over to Brooklyn and starts throwing down lobs and dunks. Like, he obviously wasn't trying over at yeah. Detroit. You saw that bowl hustle where he jumped on the ground and got the bowl. He would not do that in Detroit no. ever. And, and then yeah, again, yeah. he's got something to play for now. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's the comments where, and, that's where I say his comments aren't very valid. And the other thing is when you're surrounded by really good players like he is now, it elevates your own individual level of play. Yep. They, they're all playing for, for something to play for. Like they're all playing to get that ring. Whereas in Detroit, I feel like he had, very little motivation to 100%. actually, you know, exert just to get his own personal by the Bucks in the first round. Yeah, mm. yeah. So not much motivation there. It's good to see that. Speaking of the Bucks, actually, Jeff Teague will head to the Bucks. Yep. Now he wasn't going to stay on the you know sidelines of the NBA. For no, he was no. certainly probably going to get another chance. And again, uh, I don't know. I feel like the Bucks. You know, I've, I've bashed and berated them for so long, but I, I really feel like if they're going to have a chance. This is their Has year. Yeah. Um, they've been able to ship out like some decent players, but they've brought in better quality, less players, yeah. but better quality, like the addition of PJ Tucker. The addition um, of Drew Holiday has been absolutely massive for them this year. Incredibly underrated, probably, that trade yes, when we, yeah, we've spoken about um, like the impact some of these trades have mm, had. Mm. Like That one's really kind of flown under the radar. He's just yep. so consistent over there. Yeah, and he brings that level of stability, the kind of glue that kind of holds it together yeah. on the offensive and defensive end, which mm. is which is huge for them. But, um, yeah, great to see Teague with another chance. Uh, Nick centre Mitch Robinson is out indefinitely after fracturing his right foot. Uh, mm. One of the Knicks' core young pieces there. A, a big blow for him and the team who are really, again, another team that's surpassed expectations, but oh, certainly hope he bounces back next year. And they start to build that solid young core with quickly Barrett uh, himself, you know, they've got mm. quite capable young pieces. They just need a couple of capable um, leaders on and off the court. Yeah. You know, Are we I'm, worried that he's been as injury-prone as he has so it, far it in his career? It is it a bit is of a, a concern, concern, isn't it? And you wonder if the Knicks are thinking, you know, perhaps he could be someone who we offload while, he, while his trade value is still enough. high. Yeah. Yep. But if he can string some games together, he'll be super valuable for them. Because at the minute they're running Nerlens Noel and Taj Gibson, aren't they? And we know that's not ideal. Not for a, um, you know, a, a home court playoff contending no. team anyway. Um, um, Lee, you I'll go. Like you've got um, the OKC Thunder seem seem like they've found their big man almost. Um, they will, they think so. They're planning to sign Moses Brown to a multi-year deal. I believe them. they did. Did they? Yeah, what, they, yeah, they signed it um, after he had that, that monster game, 21 boards, I think he had. Yeah. He had like 17 at half time mm, as well. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, and that comes on the back of them deciding to sit Al Horford out for the remainder of the season now. Yeah. Um, they've shut him down, which kind of makes sense. And the fact that, yeah. you know, they are actively tanking. Um, there's no need to, I, I guess he can be a trade piece, so you wouldn't want to see him be injured. No. Um, and again, it just helps promote that young talent that they do have. He's 21, and he's not just having... That wasn't an off, one-off no. game. No. He's been having these games regularly. He's been a monster in the last couple of weeks, yeah, so you love to see that. 
Uh, speaking of young talent that will be coming through, the NBA draft will take place on the 29th of July. So, you know, that's quickly approaching, and this is certainly probably one of the most highly anticipated drafts in recent memories. I think I saw, sorry to butt in, I think no. I saw that Cade Cunningham has recently just um, opted in to nominate himself for the draft. Yeah, so that was... He's, he's going to the big league, and we I think the consensus at the moment is he's definitely going to be number a top one. three pick and most likely number one. So yeah, um, he's going he's going to be electric once he hits the league. It'll be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks as well. Like we're in the final four now of the uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, we got the number one seeded Gonzaga playing the eleventh seed UCLA, um, and in the other game, the number one seed Baylor will play the number two seed Houston. So yeah. this is certainly exciting. The top four. Um, my pick's Gonzaga, and with that uh, highly touted prospect, Jalen Suggs. Yep. Like, if he can, you know, raise the trophy in the next week or so, um, that'll certainly help boost his stocks. Oh, it goes through the roof. Um, How's your bracket going, by the way? My bracket was... I didn't get all of them, and that was As never going to happen. No, no one ever does. <laughs> but to be honest, in fairness, it was good. Gonzaga were my pick at the start. Yep. Um, I think they were the vast majority. They have. I can tell you the last time they lost a game. Mm. Um, so I think they'll pretty handedly take care of UCLA. I would say it'll be them and Baylor in the final, yep. which will hopefully, regardless of which way it goes, you'd love to say a close game. I um, agree. Gonzaga yep. have just blown every team out they've played so yep, far. So sure. seeing them in a, an actual scrap and fight would be, uh, would be good. Quickly, what do we think about um, Kevin Durant's personal DMs with Michael Rappaport? Oh, now, I was hoping you wouldn't bring this up. We, Here we, we know, go. Everyone knows Michael Rappaport. It's this guy, because I didn't know his name until I looked at him. I knew him not from the, I guess, media side of it. I knew more knew him from his role in Prison Break. Prison Break, and right. he's in Atypical, the dad in Atypical. He's that guy. Yeah, yeah and now so. he's more of a shock jock type of media personality. Mm. So I guess to give a bit of clarity, there was um, quite a bit of back and forth um, was it via Twitter? No, it was no Instagram. Instagram but... DMs um, between him and KD, um, just in regards to... What was it in regards to what you just, say? Just... Uh, just like um, Michael Rappaport was pretty much saying he was like a baby and just crying cry on baby. TV and stuff. Um, but yeah. how, how bad does this hurt, in particular KD's image, Yeah, seeing that we're on the NBA topic? We, we won't go into the messages too much. There was certainly some choice <laughs> language thrown around. <laughs> um, if you haven't already seen them... Know, pop onto Twitter or Instagram, you would pretty quickly find them. Yeah, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah. Um, it was it was pretty pretty full on the messages that were sent. Mm. He did not hold back whatsoever. Um, and again, it doesn't paint either of them in a good light. No. Um, but I think KD just needs a little break from social media mm. because he's he's had a he's had an unfortunate reputation for responding to these kinds of things when he probably doesn't need to. We yeah. know the type of player he he is, um, and he certainly doesn't have to stoop down to the level of these other guys in the media um, to defend himself. Yeah, that's it. Um, so it was it was really disappointing. KD just went on a rampage in this in this. He um, did not hold back. He actually didn't at all. It was that was wild reading the messages. Yeah. I was like, this guy this is just yeah. going nuclear. Yeah, um, but yeah, be sure if you haven't, just to get the full picture of what we're saying, check those messages out. Um, you know, it's if, you're, if it's, you're reading them, be be aware there'll be some uh, pretty vulgar language. It's street code for to not put out personal DMs. Oh, and Michael Rappaport's just absolutely plastered yeah, over was, everything. I didn't yeah. rate that. No, no, it wasn't great, was it? And, like, for all we know, um, I can't remember who might have mentioned it, for all we know, he could have deleted certain messages mm. he had put in as well yeah. um, to paint himself as the victim. But, yeah, yeah that's, that's how it goes. Social media, it's a... Um, a tool to be used and to be feared. Yeah, for sure. Wow, that's a that's a little gem of a quote. There you go. How's that? Uh, <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. Fellas, do you have anything else from the NBA? Nah. Okay, I'll rip through a couple of real, real quick NBA ones here. Just a couple of quick ones. Um, as I mentioned last week, Perth had finally kind of, you know, climbed the mountaintop. They are on top of the table still. Um, and that's no surprise, given the leading scorer in the league, Bryce Cotton. He's putting up 25.8 points a game. Now, again, many of you may know, but the NBL here, they play 10-minute quarters, so 40-minute games as opposed to the 48 in the NBA. Uh, He's putting up massive numbers there. And likewise, the numbers across the border, really surprising. Like, we've got Scotty Machado of the Taipan still leading the way with 7.6 assists a game, Um, and John Mooney of the Wildcats is 12.2 rebounds a game. Now, they have big numbers Mm. for it, like 40 minutes of action. Um, 
But again, it's great to see Perth leading the way. Bryce Cotton looks set for another MVP, I would say. Has to. Um, and on the Jack Jumpers front, they've appointed Mike, Mike Mika, sorry, Mika, Mika, Mika <laughs> Vicona into a key basketball role. Now, he was a name that wasn't that familiar to me, uh, but he played 476 games in the NBL, won five titles, and he'll now become a key consultant for the team, mm, right, uh, really okay. aiding in helping select the team, building uh, the right playing group and the right culture. So, again, to go with uh, Scotty Lee, Scotty, mm-hmm. um, they're starting to build a capable kind of um, base to now start selecting players. I wonder so. how much talent we can actually pick up. Like, you assume um, for the NBL being such a prominent league in Australia that a lot of the good talent's gone already, but where, I, like, I where are we getting it from? I think we will be able to get a bit of talent down here, and I think especially... People love to be, the, I guess, the face or the start of something new. Mm, so true. having this franchise to kind of start and call yeah. your own, mm. be the marquee man, I think would be huge. They usually set these franchises up with a marquee signing, so I wouldn't be surprised over the next few months. You would think that, you know, a big name, a big sort of, I don't want to say a big name because, you know, as Lee was saying, where do you get this talent from? But I think... Yep. Um, we'll definitely announce our marquee player sooner rather than later. We're certainly well on the way to that. What about Giddy Watch? What's he been Giddy doing? Watch, Giddy Watch, is, he's missed the last game or two. Yeah, um, oh, okay. But again, from all reports, I've been keeping up with the latest kind of mock drafts. He is the consensus number one international pick. Mm. Um, it's expected that he'll go mid to late lottery. That's a steal um, for whoever gets him. Oh, I tell you what, when I saw that, I was thinking, oh, okay, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, around 10th. Yeah, yeah. Ideally, I said third, yeah. um, but he's he's going to be up there. And again, whoever gets him will certainly have a talented player. I think who's really moldable on both ends of the floor. Yeah, um, for sure. The only thing with Giddy that I've noticed is he's going to have to pack on a little bit of weight and a bit of muscle because he's not the biggest guy. He, I tell you what, though, he doesn't back down. He's been quite solid. Yeah, um, but this is in the NBA when yeah, they're talking the NBA. NBA. Yeah, you, you, heard, you remember... The key thing I remember was when Dwight Howard, he used to bully people in um, his prior league to the NBA, and then he came to the NBA and he was just getting knocked to the ground constantly. Now he's got... Sh- I've never seen a bloke with wider shoulders. No. Jeez, he looks um, like Goliath, doesn't he? But yeah, I certainly... Once they get him into training camp and they actually you know, have him put him through his paces, they'll certainly yeah. build on that, so... Again, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Giddy Watch will be up and about again next <laughs> That's week. That's a little, little segment we've got going. No Just doubt. Watch. Absolutely. And we can say, like, come next year when he is torching teams, we can say we were on it first. <laughs> so good stuff there. Guys, we've got another instalment of Are You Smarter Than a Podcast host? Uh, for any of our new listeners, this is a uh, just a quiz-based segment we like to do just to keep our brains active as well as yours, um, especially going into this little holiday break. We want to make sure all the... Uh, the, the neurons are firing. Um, so yep. on this instalment, we've got... Roy will play the, the quiz master. Um, so how it'll work, he'll ask Lee and I... I think we've got 12 questions. Yep. Um, if Lee and I, with our combined brain power, get a question correct, we get a point. If we get it wrong, Roy gets a point. And Roy's on the minute timer, I'm guessing. Yes, if we get to the mm. uh, the end of the quiz at 6 all, Roy does have a tie-break question. Um, and likewise, guys, we love these quizzes... The, the key part of it is not only are we answering, but we love you guys at home to play along. So, again, gentlemen, rules apply. No Googling answers. We'd love to see <laughs> how your knowledge is and if you are, in fact, smarter than a podcast host. I'm looking forward to it. I said, I was mentioning to you before we started the pod today that I've got 12 questions, uh, 13, sorry, including the tiebreaker, and I think there's a good chance that you might get the majority of them. They're not – there's certainly questions that aren't – um, ridiculously hard. Brilliant. Um, so we'll see how you go with it. We're on here, Lee. We're on, mate. I just hope there's no questions that make us look stupid, like with an obvious answer. Those are worse. Yeah, they're the ones, aren't they? If you get like a real tough one wrong, it's uh, that's all right. Yeah. But we'll see how we go. Row far away. Rightio. First question. Throughout the week, Russell Westbrook became the first player in NBA history to record a 35.20 assist triple-double. Can you tell me which player has the most 20 assist games in NBA history? Oh, this is good. This is this is a good question. Okay. <laughs> mm. So your mind automatically jumps to, you know, John Stockton. Yeah. Um, Tw- 20 assist games. Okay. I yep. also think Magic Johnson. Magic, yeah. Because I was looking, yeah, yeah, Magic. Put Magic in the... Magic's another name. The only other one I'm thinking maybe Wilt. Uh, I wouldn't put him in no. contention. Would you bother putting Russ up there or not? 
So you, you sorry, just to clarify the question, Roy, yes. was it besides Roy? Uh, besides Russ. So the question was, which player in NBA history has the most 20 assist games in NBA history out of everyone? Okay, so Russ. Russ is up there. Would he have just thrown us an absolute duke of a question, putting Russ as the guy? No. The thing is, Russ's career isn't over yet. No. The name that's sticking out to me is certainly Magic. Magic or Stockton. Uh, Because I was having a look at, I was reading about Russ's um, historical game and it said that Magic Johnson was the closest to averaging, uh, to getting that 35, he got 30 and 20. That's right. Yeah, I read that. I hate to say it, but the minutes just elapsed. Okay, let's lock it. Do do we lock in Magic? Yep. Lock in Magic Johnson. John Stockton. God damn it. With 38 games with 20 assists or more in NBA yeah. history. Magic Johnson was second on that list yep. with 31. But no, it was Johnny Stockton. Should have got like all-time leading assist getter, you know. You are on the ball right from the get-go, but um, you just pivoted right. a little bit. That's but... okay. We've, our head's in the game. We're yeah. on track. Um, that's all right. We'll <coughs> take that. Row leads one zip. Rightio. Second question. Los Angeles Lakers have been home to some of the best big men in league history over their time in the NBA. As we know, throughout the week, the Lakers became home to another quality big man in Andre Drummond, and we know how much of a BC is on the boards. Can you name the Lakers' all-time leader in rebounds? Well, you'd automatically okay. jump to Shaq, but I feel like that's too obvious. No, not it? a long enough career yeah. with the Lakers, I don't think. For, for the Lakers while he was there or in his career? Uh the Lakers all-time leader in rebounds. Okay, well, the name that's popping out to me straight away is Elgin Baylor. Okay, uh, we yeah. mentioned last week how he, I think it was about 12.7 a game. He averaged, didn't yep. he, at the Lakers. At the Lakers. Jeez, that's and a he lot. he had a long career there. Um, so, again... Keep him up the top, because that's almost criminal not to not to say him, but who else have in, we got? In terms of spending like most of their career there, a lot of other players that we've had yeah. have moved around. How long was um, he there for, the majority? The the vast majority of his career. I don't have the exact years on me. Um, so that is where my head goes straight away. Yep. Um, in terms of other names, Kobe, no, that's a stupid no, thing to no. say. He spent his career there, but he wouldn't have rebound. put up that many rebounds. Who was center when it was like at the Powell, Gasol and Kobe era? Who was was it like was Pagus? I feel like it was power forward, but seeing that we can't remember, that was Andrew Bynum. Yeah, I can say he wasn't. It was absolutely not Bynum. Okay. Absolutely not Bynum. Well, well, yeah, but okay. Okay, I'm, I'm happy. I guess, well, and and my clue, I guess, is guess who the player based off how long they were at the Lakers for, yeah. because that's going to have a big impact on the answer. I don't want to be narrow-minded, but I'm really thinking it's, Baylor. Like I said, it's criminal if he was averaging 12-point whatever assists there. I mean, rebounds, not to go for Across himself. his career, a long career there. Yeah. Shall we lock it in? Do it. We'll lock in Elgin Baylor. You've got your first. Come on. You've got your first. Elgin Baylor, it's ridiculous. He's had 11,463 at the Lakers. <laughs> ridiculous. Absolute beast on the boards. Um, just shortly behind him, or I'll say shortly, but just behind him was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with mm. 10,279. Yeah. So. I was thinking Kareem, but I thought, oh, I don't know if he played quite enough years there to get it, but that was closer than I probably would have liked. It's a, um, it's it's sort of a confusing one because you sort of think, oh, is it Shaq? But then you think he's only he wasn't there for mm, um, very long, long in comparison yep. to some of these other guys. So that's a very Bale, good, one. good one. That's a tribute to Elgin Baylor, absolutely sure. one apiece. I, I, I tell you what, it's horrible when you get a, like a question about your team, and if you get it wrong, like the pressure's on <laughs> you. Yeah, and true. your team's the Hornets now. So how's your Hornets history? <laughs> pretty league? good, pretty good. Rightio, on to the next one. Lou Williams got traded from the Clippers to the Atlanta Hawks before the trade deadline. Apart from the Clippers and the Hawks, Lou has played for four other NBA teams over the course of his career. I want you to name three out of the four. Lakers. Four, four other ones, Lakers. Um, did, uh, did he play for... Sweet, sweet Lou. <laughs> did he play for Houston or like, I'm thinking Houston or like a, Blazers or something, a, one of those red, red teams. teams. I think he could be on to it with Houston. Mm, I think he did, to be yeah, honest. Luke, cause I, when I think of him, I just think Clippers like that. So we'll go just getting teams yeah. ready. We'll say Lakers. Yeah, that's a definite. Houston. Um, other teams. So let's, I guess, process of elimination. It's not going to be the Wolves. No. no. Knicks, don't believe so. No. Nah. 
Nets, no. Um, well, wow, this is a good question. I've this is like I feel like I should know this. Um, if it makes you feel any better, you've got Lakers and Rockets, right? Yeah, yeah. cool. Okay, so we need one more team. Um, uh, I, I, I don't down. want to say Wizards, but I do as well. But I don't think it was. I, I don't think. Feel like it would have been more maybe one of the bigger markets, like teams. Dallas or something. Or would it have been the Knicks? This is tough. This yeah. is tough. This is a real tough one, bro. Uh, time dwindling down. I feel we'll both say a team here and just. Okay. I'll say the Knicks. I'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll You're happy Knicks. with that? Yeah. We'll lock in the Knicks. I right? don't think. <laughs> no. This is, this is a tough one. So, as you're mentioning, as I was mentioning before, sorry, the Lakers and the Rockets were both correct. Yep. Brilliant. Lou Williams did not play for the Knicks at any point over Bollocks. the course of his career. The. Two other teams that he played for were the Philadelphia 76ers. Wow. Played there for a few seasons. And he also played at the Toronto Raptors for one season. Okay. Uh, we weren't anywhere near the mark. No, so I'm that's, not mad that we got I'm that not one, mad. No. That's a good question. So you lead 2-1. Um, sweet, sweet, Lou. You, you really, like, uh, the Lakers really sticks out. The Rockets, as yeah, you said. Yeah, for sure. And Clippers are the kind of three you really associate him with. But uh, yeah. that's a great question, Roy. You lead 2-1. On to the next one. Some of the most iconic players in NBA history also happen to be the players with the most turnovers in NBA history. Right. Can you name the player with the most turnovers in NBA, NBA history? history? I feel like it's LeBron. I feel like the other day I saw this sure? stat that he became the player with the most turnovers. Handles the ball an absolute mm, mega load. A long career. Yeah. Um, other names. best. Like So let's think of... Best players well, handle the ball a lot. Chris Paul, but he doesn't turn, he doesn't turn over a lot too much. Um, and LeBron's an old. <laughs> oh, he's not. He's thirty six, but he's older. He's old to be in the league. And I think just the fact that I haven't heard anything about it, and you say you have an inkling about it. Um, I have a pretty strong, strong feel. I'll wear this one. Okay. Um, but any any other names? One any, of yeah, the best players like Kobe. Kobe could have again. Quality player, long career, handle the ball. I don't well, think Steph turns it over too much. No, to be and again, he's a few years younger. KD, again, mm. a couple of years younger, mm. and not probably the primary ball handler. No, I I feel quite confident with LeBron. All right, we'll go with LBJ. We'll lock it in, Roy. You're right. You're yeah, right. Nick. Good Nick. Good Nick. Where'd you say that? I I saw something the other day. I think it just like oh, it was only a week or two ago. I think yeah. he actually passed. For top spot. I think it was recent. So he's yeah. had 4,576 turnovers, as you're mentioning. You sort of have to be the primary ball handler yeah. um, to be in this conversation. This could have been another one. Yeah. Although some of these other names, like I'm looking, Carl Malone, Moses Malone, mm-hmm. second and third. John Stockton and Kobe were also in the top Kobe, five. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but no, it's LeBron in the end. And maybe it's due to the fact that he's been around for, for so long and, and been... Some- Bad teams. He's been oh, part of. Sure, He's had to yeah. carry mm. so much of the load. So that takes us to two old. Two old. Excellent. All right. Here we, here we come, Lee. On the edge of your seats. Here we come. Next one. Interested to hear how the viewers out there are going at this point. Yeah, there's mm. some which could go either way. Either like way. Yeah. But anyway, here we go. Next one. The next generation is slowly but surely taking over the NBA with players like Luka Doncic and Zion Williamson well and truly making their mark. There are still some old heads sticking around though. Who is the oldest active player in the NBA? Oh, I, I, I want to say if he's still, and I think he is, because I haven't heard about him retiring, but Udonis Haslam. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. But he's, he's, is he still? Like, yeah. I think he's part of the, the team. It's not really active, but. Yeah. But um, anything else? Like, it was. Um, he's an old head. He's old. He's, um, he's on his deathbed. He's got a almost. few greys, doesn't he? He would have a few greys. So, Haslam. Um, that older side of things you've got from that draft class, like LeBron, Melo, mm. but there, I feel like Haslam yeah. is a name who, and that's a cheeky one because he's sometimes forgotten about because he just doesn't see the court, mm. but mm. he is still part of the roster, um, locker room guy. Just trying to think of, because obviously we're going to lock him in if we can't think of anyone else, but think of other players, other teams. Old heads. The fact Old that heads. you've only said one so far is sort of... You sort of get the inkling that you yeah. might lock him in. I, th- I think we might, yeah. and I think you've done well here, Lee. Yeah. We'll lock it in, Roy. 
You're on the money. Well yeah, done, mate. Again. Well done. We take our first lead. He's 40 years of age. Wow, yeah, there old. you go. And you sort of think he could be older as well. Yeah. Because he's been around for so long. But you do also forget him because he's not a regular <laughs> fixture of that no. team. But his time with the that Heat 3, um, he did his part he over did. there. He oh, had an sure. incredible career. Yeah. Again, it's great that he, like, even though he doesn't see the court, like, he's like a Dudley without yeah. many minutes, isn't he? Yeah. You know, a, a locker room guy, helped develop the young players that mm. they've got there. Sure. I mean, his um, value comes in the practice sessions with the Heat. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Would you look at this? You guys are up 3-2. 3-2. Oh, come on. back go on, on the on. Here we go. Okay. You have got to... you got a winning... Have you won any yet, Nick? I think in season one, I might have been a part of a win okay. or two. Right, yeah. But I, more often than not, fall on the losing side. I know. Side. My win rate's pretty good. Let's keep it going. Then. <laughs> All Let's right, keep okay. it going. Next question. The league is full of all-star caliber talent. Some players continue to rise to the top year after year. Which current player has the most NBA all-star MVPs? Oh, MVPs. All-star MVPs. All-star MVPs. Gee, this is current. This is tough. You don't really it's one of them things, isn't it, that kind of you you take notice of, but it's mm. not um I mean LeBron has just been in so many, and he's what he's probably the top tier talent Which in current? the Kawhi won last year. Had, had he won another one or two? Maybe I, another suppose, one, but I suppose we need to think of offensive minded players, isn't it? Because yeah. it's often 170 to 160 or whatever the case <laughs> is in these games, so there's not too much D being played. Um, Okay, names that stick out, Le- LeBron. Uh, LeBron, Kawhi. Would you, because I know Chris Paul's been in a lot of them, Would it, but has he even won any? I yeah, know. and again, I don't know if he puts up a big no. enough score often enough. Um, Curry. Curry. Curry, yeah, has he won an MVP in that? I don't know. I feel like he's too selfless, isn't he? Yeah. In these kind of environments. Um, was it Giannis's Harden? first? Harden, yeah. Yeah. Giannis, I think that was his first. Yeah. Kawhi's the only name I can think of. I know he won last year. I think any... I I feel like he might have dragged another one or two. I'd be happy to go with him or LeBron, but I don't know. If if LeBron hadn't been an answer or two before, I might have said LeBron. I know, but I think that's where he's throwing us off. It's LeBron again, maybe. Trixie, But I don't know. Like, who else would have won them in his current... um, I suppose LeBron older has had. It's, a, it's either him or Kawhi. So you choose because I don't. If it's if you choose Kawhi and it's not him, then I'm not mad. But I'm I'm not taking the toll of picking uh, LeBron. No. <laughs> the burden of responsibility. Okay, we'll lock in. We'll lock in LeBron. Yeah, I'm happy with that as well. If we get it wrong. Yes, yes, LeBron. Well done, Lee. Because <laughs> I just, you just process it a little I was hoping you'd choose Kawhi. I really I, was. To be honest, I was so close when Lee passed it over. I was like, I'll back myself. Because to I'll be honest, it. I know Kawhi's won. At the, do you know how many he's won? Uh, I think he might have only won one. Yeah, oh, he might okay. have won last year. Um, so LeBron's won three. He won it in 2006, 2008, and 2018. Yeah. Yep. Um, second was KD and Russell Westbrook. Both won two over yep. their course of their career. Um, so you guys are Board you guys two. are running away, Lee. Like that's brilliant from yeah, you. Thanks. That's really good. And yeah, like uh, in my head, my brain was like, oh, would he use LeBron a few answers in a row?" But you are you saw through it. That <laughs> yeah, little it's trick. that brotherly instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Well done. I've got to hide my face. Here. You do. Um, <laughs> and how hard is it though when they say the answer to not? Uh, not my poker oh, face is really amazing. Is. Oh, here we go. Okay, on to the next Board one. Two. Some players have been so vital to their team this season, so much so that they are hardly getting a rest. Can you tell me which player is averaging the most minutes per game so far this season? JH, for starters. Yeah, he's up there. And the hardly... Wait, wait, wait. I feel like the tone you said it in. Oh, yeah. Wait, we need to... to, Did you say for their team, for their current team? Or in uh, general, who's averaging the most minutes in the NBA? Uh, so this season, okay. who's who's averaging the most? So you've got to think the Knicks players with Thibodeau as coach. Mm. Um, I think I saw... Yeah, Randall's. Uh, Randall was right up there. Yeah. Um, so Harden, Randall. Uh, they're the real two that... RJ Barrett actually has played a lot of minutes, but... Now oh, that, no, he's missed... Yeah. Like Harden's had a lot, but then... 
did he miss a, a lot of a, a couple games when he was like getting traded and stuff yeah. like that? That and they and I don't think someone like Julius Randle has missed a heap. And of they've them. had a lot of blowout games. The but, where l- let me just clarify this: it's not um, total minutes played; not it's total. average yeah. minutes okay. played. I still lean towards Randle. Like they've been in a lot of close games. He's had to put up a lot of minutes. He's been the absolute backbone of that team this year. Anyone um, else that we've kind of we're sleeping out on? I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the name for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, happy I'm happy to lock in Jay Randall. We'll lock in Julius. Julius was second oh. with 37 minutes per game. I thought I thought it could have even been more because he's been yeah, absolutely thrashed. Yeah, I thought he would have been up around the 38-9. It, it was James Harden mm. in the first position, uh, 38.2 minutes per game. Um, Fred Van Vliet was the third with 36.8. But, yeah, James has been absolutely um, thrashed this year and he's so important for his team. So you can see why he's been given the minutes he has been. A late MVP push. I think Look so. at him go. He's on to shortening by the day. Lee, we're on the right track, though. We said yeah. the two yeah, names. There. That's one I'm I'm, a, I'm just a little disappointed in ourselves for getting yeah. wrong. Just because, it, like, I, I knew KD and Kyrie have been out for so long, but you just think Julius Randle and Tom Tibbs just thrashes him. Yeah. Mm. That takes us to 4-3, is it? Yeah. Yes, 4-3, I think. We still yeah. hold the lead. We're all right. We're all right. Next question. Greg Popovich is third in all-time wins as a coach in the NBA with 1,301 wins. There is one more current coach inside the top 10 of all-time wins as a coach. Who is it? Oh, wow. Okay. The only thing that came up the other day, but I don't think he passed that, was um, Blazers coach. What's his name? Terry Stotts. Yeah, but he was – I think he got like 700, so. So – all right, let's Let run. me just rule, rule Terry Stotts. Uh, it's not Terry. Not, okay. <laughs> so you got to think Eric Spolstra. Spo. Um, Tibbs has been around a while. He's played on some dog-awful teams, so he's out. <laughs> Doc Rivers. Yeah, Doc. Yep. Again, been part of some quality mm. teams. I mean, that, those Cli- that Clippers, he was, I mean, he, uh, was, Celtics. he was at Clippers. But even those two alone, they got massive wins. Like, they just go on good win streaks. And who's he at now? Uh, he's with Philly. He's with Philly and they're top of the ladder. Everywhere he is, they're, they're at the top and they're winning a lot of games. I'd say he's front runner. And Roe kind of stopped laughing when we he's mentioned his a- yes. <laughs> No, it's because you mentioned Terry Stott. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just, I was just saying that he, he passed a record for Blazers wins. But Don't read into my facial expressions. Other coaches around the league that, yeah... They're probably the two in my mind, Spolster, mm. but he mightn't have been around quite long enough. Mm, he'll yeah. probably he'll be in there at one point or another. I'd say it's either one I, of those. I, I, I think you're. I think you're right, Doc. I'm going to back you in with Doc. We'll lock it in, Roy. Doc is correct. Yes. Well done, Lee. Thanks. At tenth. Um, yeah, nine hundred and seventy-five wins, and pro- probably plenty more to come. I was going to say think. he'll climb. Um, yeah. so good, good one. I pro- if I was um not looking at it, I probably may have even guessed Eric Spolscher because I mm-hmm. think he's been around since two thousand and seven or, the, or the, yeah, maybe those eight. teams have always yeah. been in and around the mark. Yeah, um, gee, that takes us to five three. Do we need one more? One more to, to at least tie. Yeah, okay. I had to get the tie break. Yeah, okay, we need. Let's it. go. Rose looking for his hardest question. I'm, in the I'm, book. I'm, <laughs> at, I'm adjusting my questions. Right. On the go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's going to be a hard one. I can feel it. Which team's bench has the highest scoring average so far in the 2020-2021 season? Now, it's a okay. no-brainer to go for Utah Jazz, yep. you'd say, but I, I let me sit think, on this. I also think, because um, he played a bit of time off the bench, the Wolves... With with Edwards off the bench, I don't think they're putting up enough. I wouldn't. I they've wouldn't. got a couple of players though, like that. The total bench, like the Lakers, Trez has come in buckets. They've got um, Kuz, Caruso. They've got like a deep bench. And what, again, what about um, what about um, I was thinking either Raptors or Blazers. Yeah, Rap- Melo. Blazers had I think Gary Trent was coming off the bench yep. there, and Melo. Uh, then again, you also look towards maybe the Heat. Mm. Well, there's a lot of teams that have a lot yeah. of talent off the bench here, isn't there? This is a great question. And who's putting up? What about 
fairly because they're uh-huh. putting up a lot of numbers, though. They're putting up a lot of points on the board. And who, they have, they, are. who have they got coming off the bench? Uh, Thibault, um, Dwight. Seth Curry. Yeah, I, I don't think they're mm. quite there. So I guess in the purpose of getting a couple of teams, look towards... Who's that first one we said? Heat? Heat, you said. I said Wolves. Utah uh, Jazz. Jazz. Um, Lakers. Blazers. What do we put Blazers. them in it? So I reckon they're our... Four. I'd, I'd, to be honest, I'd take the Heat out of it. Take the Heat out. Yeah. Wolves. I'd, Lakers. T- I'd honestly take the Wolves out too. Wolves out. Because, because Cara Anthony Towns was out for so long and like Nas Reed was starting. Yeah. So Lakers, Blazers, or Utah. Utah. It's hard to go past Utah, isn't it? Or Blazers. I reckon it's out of the, those yeah, two. Yeah, take that other one out. Lakers out. Utah. Who, who else have they got? I, Jordan I, Clarkson, who yeah, else? Ingles has come off a bit. And they, they've had a lot of What's his name? Bogdan someone. Bogdanovich? No, Bogdanovich. it's not Bogdanovich, but it's like, it's, it's the guy Roe picked up in fantasy. I'm happy to go... <laughs> Utah Blazers, it's one of the... We're locking one. the Jazz. In third position was the Clippers. Yep. Which probably isn't a huge surprise. Second position was the Lakers. Okay. First position was a team that you did not even uh. mention. And do you know what? When I was looking at the, when I was looking this up online, I was shocked. Detroit Pistons. I, actually, that does make sense. 42 points off the bench. I guess you look at some of their... And, and you've got to factor in that um, Derek Rose was coming off the bench yep. at points this season, um, even though he's not there anymore. But you look at maybe players like Sadiq Bay. Spent time, yeah. Yeah, spent time. Um, Saban Lee's put up points. Jackson. Luke was there. Yeah. Um, they've... They've got a few players who are scoring. Yeah, off that's the a bench. good one. No, I'm not angry. You know, one that we didn't even consider, and I don't know where they are on the board, but we should have considered the Atlanta Hawks <laughs> again. So deep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good question, Lee. You, uh, Ro, you pull it back to five if, four. If that was our tiebreaker question, I would have been livid. I would have been. We would have been up the creek. 5 4. Do you know what a... that was, your tie break? No, but what, I, are you I, serious? I, I took it out. I took that's, it. A, that's a 10% chance we get that. That's stooged up. That, that's all right. We're <laughs> you, in it. We you were scaring me a bit too much. <laughs> okay, the next one. 5 4. There have been some absolute beasts in the paint since the inception of the NBA. Who holds the all time record for most rebounds in a single game? Oh, this is... Oh, I heard the name the other day and he had 30 or something. So it's not Dennis Rodman? No, it's kind of... Oh, I feel like it's a name that's pretty... It's not a real well-known name, isn't it, Ro? Or is it? No. Um, For most rebounds? Yeah. Can't tell you that. (laughs) No, okay. Oh, I heard this the other... I was listening to something and I did hear this, but the name is... For 30. It's a lot. I feel like it's 30. 30-odd. Um... The name has just escaped me, though. So I suppose, we, like, in the hope of putting up mm. a name, you think Shaq, you think Rodman. Rodman. Oh, who do you think? I, I'm leaning towards Rodman. I'm but thinking I, Rodman. But I, I know it's not him, but no, I've literally so got no one else. And it's name. probably one of these bum no-one players. But oh, If you get 30 rebounds, you can't be a bum, can you? But it's an... Uh, we'll lock in Rodman, Row, but there's... Who, who was it? it? Will Chamberlain. Uh, was it Will? So it was Will was Chamberlain. It wasn't a bum. <laughs> it was not a bum. Um, he had 55. Yeah, right. 55 <laughs> rebounds, um, followed by Bill Russell with 51 and 49. Um, so, yeah, it was... What's the one I'm thinking of then? 30. No, that was 30 assists. That's That was name. Scott Skiles, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at that as well. That's where I went wrong. Yeah. And I was... The names. Ah, oh, assists. Idiot. That's my bad. That's okay. I'm backing this. That's my bad. That's five all, isn't it? I think it is. That's yeah. five apiece. Here we go. Getting nervous now. Next question. Victor Oladipo was traded to the Heat before the deadline. He was the second pick in his draft... Who was the first pick in his draft? What 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 draft oh. was it? Okay, I'll help you out. It was a twenty thirteen draft. Um, oh, what's his was name? Andrew Wiggins. No, twenty thirteen. No, he was like twenty sixteen or what's fifteen. Jeez. Um, twenty thirteen. 
Oh, again, these are ones like they're on the tip of the tongue. They're just <laughs> yeah. not coming. This is a killer. This is a killer. Um, and when I did, think it's a player who hasn't gone on to too much. Oh, really? I was going to say, when did Jimmy Butler come into the league? He was a later pick. Mm-hmm. Was he? Oh, yeah, he on his shoulder late. type guy. Um, Wow, Roy. A lot riding on this at Wow, five, Roy. You've really, really crushed me here. This is <laughs> this is awful. Um, 2013. It's one of these sick ones. As soon as you say the name, it's going to be like, just punch myself in the face. <laughs> Lee. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It's on me here. Um, 2013. You're looking... I'm wondering if I should give you a clue or not. Twi- no. Those that's ones are just... I just... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've, oh, I really am stumped. I want to give you a clue. He's certainly not a player who's gone on to amount yeah. to literally anything yeah. at all. Yeah. Oh. But he still did go number one in that draft. It wasn't. No, because that was KD. He Wait, so he didn't go on to do anything? No. no. You've really flummoxed me here. Have you got any names hanging around the old? Crap, no, think no. of a crap player that's no. still here. Again, I feel like this is one I was just, I must be listening to a lot, but I feel like there was something just in regards to when the Oladipo chat was going on, mm. I was listening to yep. something and it mentioned this I name. I think it did. But I can't think who. I'm going to have to I don't know. pass. Pass? Oh, I, I'll look in Bogdan Bogdan. No, he's been, he's been good. Who's done nothing? I'm just going to have to have any name. Have, uh, can you just say a name? Just lock in... Uh, lock in... Sabine. No, l- lock no. in Kelly O'Linick. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. We've, we've butchered this one. Have a free point, Roy. Who was it? It was Anthony Bennett. Bennett. To the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, he got, of course. It, he, he, I don't even think he would have gone, or he should have gone top 20, but Did for nothing. some reason he went... Um, in the first pick. Oh, when you said Wiggins as well, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And it just wouldn't come. Bennett. That's interesting. Well, that puts me up 6-5. That's huge. What a comeback from you. This is a greater greater story than the Cavs coming back to beat the Warriors <laughs> at this point. But we're in it though, Lee. Okay. Come on. I mean, my philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Go ahead. You might be on here. We could be on. Everyone loves a good nickname. Black Mamba, King James, The Mailman, just to name a few. During the course of their career, which iconic NBA player was known as the answer? Iverson? No. Um, Brain. Was he? The answer. No, Paul Pierce was the truth. The answer. Maybe AI. I'm thinking AI. But I don't know. I'm a bit blank on this one. The answer. AI or... No, I don't know. AI is the name that's come to me. The truth was Pierce. And quite often he was the answer. The answer. Okay. Names. The answer. AI know. had a lot to do. He was often kind of the go-to guy. Um, the answer. Ro, you've really... You said there was a potential for us to go 12 of 12. There was the potential, no, I wasn't. think. Not with that Detroit answer. Yeah, that was oh, That was my original tiebreaker. Oh, this Anthony Bennett one wasn't getting that. Oh, you should have got that one. should have got that one in fairness. No, no. Um, okay, the, the answer. Oh, it's probably it wasn't a, like... Yeah, I do connect it somewhat with Alan Iverson, but... Then I'm just... Tracy McGrady? No. Like Isaiah Isaiah Thompson? Thomas, sorry. The answer. Could have tied in with that Boston, like the truth. Mm. I don't think so, though. I wouldn't think too much into it. I'm I'm thinking AI. Yeah. We're locking Alan Iverson. For the the tiebreaker question to come up. Or for the loss. Or for the loss. Here we go. The answer was AI. Alan Iverson, Nick. That's that's a good one. Okay, here we go. That wasn't overly difficult. No, no, like, again, but when when the uh, lights are on brightest, when it's win or go home. You start thinking of other names, yeah. You do. Yep, for sure. All right, we've got the tiebreak question. Here we are. This is what it's all been leading to. This is very interesting, and I reckon you have a fair shot of getting this. Especially seen as we've kind of knocked out the original. You've knocked out the sort of trickiest one. Okay, um, here we go. Okay. There have been a lot of Australians who have made their way into the NBA. Can you tell me which Australian 
has played the most NBA games. Okay, so you think... Andrew Bogut, maybe. Bogut. Paddy Mills. Paddy Mills. Luke Longley with his time at the Bulls, no. I think Paddy, just because he is getting he's older. He's there. always been that kind of bench guy with the Spurs. How long has he, or how long has he been in the NBA, and how old is he? Oh, uh, he's 30. As long as he's over 32, that's it in our yeah. He's definitely a vet. Yeah. Yep. Okay, now Delhi, how long has he been there for? Again, I don't know if he would have got there enough. Like, no, it wasn't Delhi. It wasn't Delhi, no. <laughs> okay. So the names, I'm just trying to think, Luke Longley, did he, I don't know if and his I, career was long I enough. I feel like Bo, uh, Bogut went um, a bit early a bit back early, to yeah. the NBL. So. Yeah, so it's probably Mills. Ingles is, he's getting older though. I'll tell you what. The one and two names are very close in the amount of games played. That's is it Mills and Ingles? I'm not, not telling you. Are we just going to pick one? <laughs> not, I don't think it's Ingles. I, I'm I think it's Mills. leaning towards Pat, Patrick. Should we, should we lock it in? Longley. Let me think. Or, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really thinking Patty Mills. Yeah, I am too. Should we lock I'm it in? to lock that one in. Roy. The tiebreak question, the final answer, we will lock in Pat. Patty Mills. The moment of truth. Or the answer. <laughs> Third was Luke Longley okay. with 567. Good, good. I don't like this. Second was... I don't like this. Andrew Bogut with yeah, 706. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Come on. First was... Patrick yes, Mills. Let's go. Seven hundred and fourteen games. Oh. Eight ahead of Bogey. Bogey had a bit of issues with being injured over yeah. the course of his career, so I reckon if he didn't get injured as much he might have pipped Again, him. I feel like they might have mentioned something in the broadcast a week or two ago when he did pass that. Yep. Yeah. Um, they yeah, they may have actually. Have well done, man. That was we... a good effort because no, that was that. I um I thought <laughs> I might have been on there, but I thought you were on too, and I tell you what, like that was um, oh, I tell you what, there were some tough ones there. I would be surprised if everyone went 12 for 12. If anyone goes, like, honestly, guys, as we said, we'd love, send in your answers. Let us know how you went on this. Um, You know, we certainly love to hear how you guys went. Um, If you got 12 for 12, like, my God, you should be doing it's this job instead of us. That is phenomenal. Win rate um, retained. There's a couple of like a lot of, <laughs> a few of the ones we got wrong though. We did actually say the answers. We were you're in with a sniff for sure. So, the Bennett ones got me rattled. I that that name it was there, but we pulled it out. We started we you know down. We came back and then we nearly choked and gave it away. But we it's not how you start. It's how it's you how finish. You finish. Yep, that was so, impressive. Great questions well there, bro. I really enjoyed those ones. Um, Always like these kind of episodes, but um, yep, just got me at the line. In the next couple of weeks, month or two, we'll have our final instalment of Ace Smarter Than a Podcast host for Season 2. Yep. Uh, Lee will take up the mm-hmm. role of the Quizmaster. Yep. Big stuff, Ro. We'll Oof. have to uh, put in a shift. I'm sure we'll be uh, all over it. For sure. I think we Great just stuff. get rid of these, or not get rid of, but quickly go over our B-Rider right goodnights. And then finish with Hero of the Week? Yeah. All right, we'll rattle through, guys. A big... A big thank you again, Ro, for that. Um, and be sure to send in your answers. We'll just rattle, we'll rattle I'll, I'll go through mine. I had De'Aaron Fox to average 34 points over his last three games, which was a bit of a prayer. He ended up getting 36 on the first game, which I was like, okay. Then he got 24 and 20, averaging out to a 26 um, average. Mm. Um, and I said that he could have these 19 to 20 point games, which he did, but... Um, as we know on B Rider Good Night, we don't go for these cheap options. We go for the best, the whole lot, the, the hardest possible outcome, which I did, but he didn't. He didn't deliver. But um, that's all right. I'm in the hot seat this week. Beautiful. Uh, so my my prediction was the Wolves to win two out of three versus the Rockets, Nets, and Knicks. Mm. Didn't get off to a good start. They went down 129 to 107. Um, we're never really in that game against the Rockets. So at that point, I was thinking to beat the Nets and Knicks, we are in strife. Um, the game against the Knicks, they lost 112 to 107. Mm. They were down by one with a minute to go. Edwards had the chance on the free throw line to tie it up, miss that, <sighs> ended up going down by a couple. But that would have been huge to get up there. Um, but you went were... down, and at that point, I was in the uh, in the hot seat. But <laughs> then they down. followed up. They beat the Knicks yesterday, 102 to 101. 
Trailed for pretty much the whole game. 37 seconds to go. They got their noses in front. Held on for a one-point win. Imagine if they had to beat the Nets, oh. and I got up by a point yesterday. That would have been incredible. That's not how life goes. Not to be. Thus, I'm in the hot seat. I've been stitched up here. Um, so, my original prediction was Rudy Gobert to average three blocks over the three games that they played, and also... Donovan Mitchell as an add-on to average 23 points per game. Now, Donovan Mitchell only played two games, but he had the average in in, oh, he in crushed store. It, so he? I think he averaged close to the 30. Um, the thing that annoyed me was that yesterday Rudy Gobert needed three blocks for me to come out of this. I was monitoring the stats online, and throughout the fourth quarter, his block column went to three. And I thought, I've done a fist pump in my chair. I've thought, yes, I've, I don't go. have to do it. I've gone upstairs to get my lunch and I went back on to check what he ended up with. He'd gone back down to two. <laughs> You're joking. He'd had gone back down to two. So I've almost threw my phone through the window at that Understandable. point. Understandable. And I'm also up for that's horrible. punishment. That's, that's honestly giving a lolly to a kid that's and then funny. stealing it away as it's in their hand. It's just inexcusable for the um, developers of that app to do that. 100%. That's... Um, that's why I really feel for you. I really feel for feel you. You're sick. But then I guess that means all three of us are in the firing line. Uh, we will have a punishment and a video up in the coming days, um, sometime over this little Easter break. So never fear, mm. it will take place. And first time in a while, all three of us are in the uh, action. That's it. Doesn't right. hurt as much when we're all up for it, I find. Doesn't it? No. We're, uh, we're able to share the pain load. Absolutely, yeah. One in a hole in. Good stuff. <laughs> Guys, let's finish off what's been a massive episode with Hero of the Week. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. High and away, on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Excellent. Hero of the Week, lads. I might kick us off. Mine's a real super quick one. Yep. Go for uh, it. My Hero of the Week is... 2,982 people. That is the number of foundation members that the Jack Jumpers have officially ended with um, their initial foundation memberships. Guys, a fantastic effort to everyone who signed up. Um, again, it just illustrates how exciting and real this is all coming. Sure. I keep reiterating that point, but it's brilliant to see so many people get behind it. Yep. Um, and, you know, as we build towards that start in October, the members will certainly rise, but that is a fantastic starting point. Um, and again, it highlights sport in Tassie's growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to get more of it, to see it get more exposure, and to get teams like this, we mm. really need to back in these oh, projects. Sure, yeah. So it's wonderful. It's wonderful to see. So big congrats to the nearly 3,000 members. Um, exciting times lay ahead. I have a pretty strong feeling me and Roy have the first nice dollies last time, so you can... I reckon we have the same person. I don't know if we do. Um, I've gone with Zion Williamson as my hero of the week. Um, he's averaged 35, 7, and 4 over the last three, including games of 28, 38, and 39. Monster. Jesus. He's, Monster. He's been scary this year, but the, the scariest thing of all is the fact that this is his first full season that he's been able to put together. We know yeah. he came in late last season, and I know the Pelicans have been quite disappointing this year, but... Zion can't be contributed to that. He's been absolutely amazing, and particularly over this last week, he's shown what he can do in consecutive games, which is, you know, average 35. It's unheard of for a guy in his first full year. Yeah. Um, so that's my hero of the week, short and sweet, but um, more than... Does it with such composure and touch around the paint. Yep. He, honestly, when he jumps, he hangs in the air. It's just crazy because he's big, but he's not tall, and he's knocking these massive veteran players over to the ground on their ass and I don't know. It's just He's a freak. He's it. going yeah. to be an all-time talent. I reckon. Now that you've said Zion, mine's pretty predictable. I've gone with Russell Westbrook mm, this yeah. week. First the Pistons, he got a W with 19 points, 19 rebounds, 10 assists. The big one was the W versus the Pacers where he got 35 points, 14 uh, rebounds and 21 assists. Um, which which held a record. That's nuts. Yeah. And then he obviously didn't win against my Hornets, but he got 22, um, 15 rebounds, 14 assists. Um, now, I I commend, and he's Hero of the Week for me because of that individual historical achievement. But he's put, like, I, I was listening to something Stephen A said, mm-hmm. he, he's put up these numbers on better 
performing teams, namely the Thunder, um, and still hasn't won a chip yet. So it makes mm. you think, where where's he going to do this and win, you know? Uh, I loved what he, with that back and forth he had with Stephen A. Mm. Like, I know Stephen A was just talking about his basketball mm. um, and, you know, in regards to winning. Yep. But how Westbrook, you know, said, you know, regardless of whether I win a chip or not, you know, I'm a winner at life. I came from the hood. It's so, true, yeah. Um, but in terms of that, that game against the Pacers quickly, and then I'll answer your mm. question. In his MVP, we saw, saw so much of that. Yeah. Like, without, with Bill missing for that game, he was just the man. He was. And so he? often, you know, we see Russ turn the ball over a lot, tries to do too much, horrible shot selection. Um, oh, but yeah. when he's on, like, that was honestly one of the most exciting games to watch because he there's no one else like him in the league no. when he's firing. Um, in regards to winning Lee, I... <sighs> I would love to say the Wizards, if they could keep their core and get another mm. piece, but I don't, I, so. I don't think they're it. And I just feel as if Russ might be the 35-year-old vet who has to come to, you know, a, a super team and yep. just play a role off the bench. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's got it in him now with his age, the way the other teams are built mm. to be able to actually contend. Um, and that's how I see it. And this brother's jump shot has just never improved. It's just... Just stayed the same. That's the only thing yeah. in this game. That's the just... only thing that worries me when he gets a bit older is will he lose that explosiveness oh, he... that he has now? Absolutely. And you'd, you'd tend to think so, wouldn't you? So yep. if he goes to a super team, he'd want to be sooner rather than later because it's no use him going to a super team and not providing what we know he can provide, which is explosiveness and, you know, driving to the rim and scoring at will. Um, yep. Because if he's going to a team to be a, you know, jump shot, it's Look not going to end well. So Fantastic week for us, though. Is there any shame, can I just say, now in making some massive super teams? It feels like it's just gone out the window, all this, yeah. these rules with KD. And, you know, as many super teams as there are, though, I feel like it's still super... Like, there's, a, there's plenty of teams that could still win it. Oh, yeah. super you look at Denver, you look at the Clippers, Phoenix, Utah, Lakers in the West, in the East, Philly, Bucks, Brooklyn... Um, the heat, yeah, you know, there are, there is still plenty of opportunity there. So for sure, yeah, uh, yeah I'm looking forward to seeing how that all unfolds. Uh, Reiterate or recapping, should I say, here on the week, I had the Jack Jumpers, each and every one of our foundation members. Yep, great. I had Zion Williamson, big boy. No, I had uh, Russ. Lads, it's been an absolutely massive episode um, as we head into our little Easter break here. Lee, a big congratulations once again to you and I. We jagged a yeah, week, which I'm was nice. <laughs> Huge stuff. Well done. Um, Roy, fantastic questions. Again, guys, be sure to let us know how you went with that quiz. Uh, we Last time we did this when I was quiz host, we had a few entries sent in. Um, and we'd love to hear what you thought of the quiz, the questions, and how you went with it all. Absolutely. So be sure to hit us up on our socials, slide into our DMs, um, we're always up for a chat and to uh, discuss anything ball. Guys, Reckon happy Easter. Up. Yeah. Happy Easter. Enjoy. Um, Enjoy the break. No doubt we'll have another big show in store next week. Plenty of action as we, again, barrel towards the uh, playoffs. They're coming quick and fast now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, a big happy Easter, everyone out there. This is Lee signing out. See you later, guys. Yeah, right. Yeah, guys. See you later. Brilliant, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Have a safe and happy Easter, and we will talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.